Hi, everyone. I'm Elizabeth Stein, founder and CEO of Purely Elizabeth. And this is Live Purely with Elizabeth, featuring candid conversations about how to thrive on your wellness journey. This week's guest is Vanessa Fitzgerald, better known on Instagram as V's Honey. Vanessa is a certified health coach, nutrition response testing practitioner, and co-founder of Paya Health. She has a private practice based in Los Angeles, where she helps people achieve optimal health through cellular healing. Vanessa specializes in hormone balancing, autoimmune issues, skin health, detox from meds, digestive health, IBS, anxiety, depression, and more. In this episode, Vanessa shares all about her personal wellness journey and how she's taken her learnings into her private practice. We talk about the different layers of healing, some of her favorite ways to detox, the effects of our emotions and stress on our health, some of her favorite ways to feel her best, and her new line of skin gummies. Keep listening to learn all about Vanessa. Vanessa, welcome to the podcast. So excited to have you on today. I have been such a fan of following you on Instagram. You're so much fun to watch. You have so much energy and so many amazing health tips that you share. So excited to pick your brain and all things nutrition and some of your favorite tools and wellness hacks and all those good things. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I've been such a fan of your product forever. You're like one of like the pioneers of of healthier alternatives. <laughs> Thanks. So let's start with your personal journey and how you got into the world of nutrition. So I was raised by a single mother and I'm an only child. And my mom was just super, you know, really busy trying to work and put a roof over my head and food on the table. So nutrition wasn't really a a high priority in my household, but also I think my generation, it it just wasn't a thing. Like health wasn't popular. It wasn't cool. Like health was like hippie weirdo woo woo stuff. And I was also a very like thin child. So my mom was like, she can eat whatever she wants. So I was raised on fast food and microwavable stuff and, you know, pasta every night with like, you know, a drumstick for dinner and Twinkies and ding-dongs and ho-hos and all this sort of stuff. But I was sick a lot, a lot of sinus infections, strep throat a lot, my tonsils out. Um, A lot of antibiotics. Tons of antibiotics, like so many antibiotics. I'm actually immune to Z-Pack now because every time I would like cough or sneeze. Also, like it was really important that I go to school so that we didn't need childcare most of the time while my mom was like slowly building her business. So it was like a lot of antibiotics in my system. Like I had no microbiome. And so when puberty hit and I started to break out, for me, it was more about vanity because I didn't understand the link between what I was eating and how I was feeling. And though I was a pretty anxious child as well. And so as soon as I, I started to have like zits everywhere, that's when I was like, what is going on? And every time I'd go to the dermatologist, they'd put me on like some sort of new, again, topical or internal antibiotic. But then she had these like bowls of like Tootsie Rolls and Mint Milanos in her (laughs) waiting room. Bizarre. And so I don't know what came over me. There was a girl in my class who was a vegan and her mom was sending her to a nutritionist. And for some reason, like I was obsessed with watching her like take these supplements at lunch and like 
and she hated doing it. And like, she was eating like falafel and hummus. And I'm like eating like pizza bagel bites. That falafel and hummus is like, my body was like craving something. It was like dying for something healthy. So we started swapping lunches (laughs) and I started eating all her food that she wouldn't eat. And then she'd go and buy something unhealthy. And then I asked my mom if I could see the nutritionist. And I was like, please, please, you know, so-and-so is doing it. And she's like, fine. So I went and this guy just totally changed my life, completely changed my life. Within two months, I had no acne, wasn't on any medications. He had me on all sorts of supplements. I was eating beyond healthy, didn't have a ton of friends because of it, but um, because I wasn't going out to like Taco Bell and, you know, binge drinking and whatever you, I mean, listen, I grew up in LA. So high school in LA was a little (laughs) fast. Um, so yeah. So anyways, it just sort of like started my passion and then I became obsessed. So became obsessed with like the raw vegan movement and just trying all these different things. And it sort of went from there when I started to find out that I had autoimmune issues, I became obsessed with like learning about how to heal the body And I've tried so many modalities over the years. And it wasn't until I was a patient of something called nutrition response testing, which is what I practice now that I was like, oh, I can heal and the body has the capability of healing. And so that's where I'm at now. I love that. So when you first saw the nutritionist, I guess like what year was this? And was he now in retrospect, like following a guideline that you think today you would share or in retrospect, was it still not the most like healthy? Okay. So this was probably 20, 21 years ago. And he had this small office in Brentwood in a building and he did um, urine and saliva analysis and he'd run it through this machine and then he would see what you were deficient in. And he was a big fan of, Body ecology, the woman who came up with body ecology and a huge fan of food combining. He's the one that taught me all about food combining. He taught me about how to eat properly, like throughout the day, taught me about three meals, limited snacks. Um, He taught me about my circadian rhythms. My first protein shake ever was designed by him but it was like a really clean protein. It was like a, at the time it was like an egg white protein. And, and at the time there was no almond milk, it was rice milk (laughs) and strawberries and like some almond butter. And like, then it was for lunch. I usually had some sort of like steamed fish and steamed vegetables with like olive oil drizzled on top. I mean, it was really crazy advanced. Sure. Um, And he taught me all about, while I didn't quite know I had celiacs yet. So I still had a lot of like inflammation, autoimmune issues. I was, I changed, I wouldn't touch anything that was white or processed. It was all whole wheat, like as whole grain as I could find it. And yeah, he just like really, and even when I decided at one point, I was like, I want to try to be vegan. And he was like, I really don't suggest being vegan, like, especially at your age. And when I tried it, he was teaching me about beans and lectins. Like this guy was like very. So ahead of, where is he today? I know. I think I emailed him when I was like 26 or seven telling him that he like, I just had to tell him that he absolutely changed my life. And yeah, this guy is like, was like the OG and he's Uh, not, it's too bad. I wish he could like, I wish I could give him more notoriety. I don't even know if he's still in practice, but. Love that. So, okay, so you go through all of this and then you discover nutrition 
um, response testing. So what is nutrition response testing, first of all? So nutrition response testing is, I like to say, like a form of muscle testing or applied kinesiology mixed with nutrition. It was it was founded by this guy, Freddie Ulan, who was originally a chiropractor and Royal Lee, who's created standard process. So the whole concept is that your autonomic nervous system runs everything in your body. It signals you to, you know, wake up, go to sleep, walk, blink, chew, digest, all that fun stuff comprised of parasympathetic, rest, relaxation, digestion, and sympathetic fight or flight. And if certain signals are getting crossed or not sending in the body, essentially, because that's all it is. It's like, uh, it's like everything from your, your neurological system to a network of fiber sending signals, like your mucosal layers, like the body is so complex. It runs on these nervous system points. So just the acupuncture runs on your meridian points, essentially, like we're testing the nervous system, and then we're running on like your organ points. So testing the strength of each organ. So it is a form of muscle testing, but first we have to make sure that the nervous system is responding. Because if it's not responding, you can give somebody something that could make them worse or not do anything at all. So then we run on organ points. And basically what we're doing is we're, we're testing to see what are the priority organs in the body. So someone will come to me and I like to tell them that their body is like an onion. So depending on how many layers, years they have lived, that's how many layers are on them. And it starts when you're in utero. And so each week I'm peeling back a layer to get to the root cause, meaning I'm looking for the priority systems that are out of alignment first. So the things I want to be worked on first, for example, someone could come to me with a blood test that says I'm super high in mercury or mold, or I have HPV, whatever it is, but there's a layer which I like to call a barrier to healing that's blocking their body's ability to detox. So like their liver's too weak or their kidney. And then if we were to just go ahead and detox them or pull from them or feed them the way a blood test would tell us to, I could possibly make them sick or not be effective. So I go by with the muscle testing, which organs do we need to work on first? And that would be our first layer to get in order to get the body to homeostasis eventually. And I always test to see we have these frequency vials because everything's a, an energy or frequency, you know, like EMFs are a frequency, electricity is a frequency, you walk into a room, you feel like, ugh, this is probably the uh. bad energy in there. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like everything is a frequency. So I'm working with frequency vials of, of viruses, parasites, bacteria, heavy metals, vaccine injuries, you name it. And we're looking to see if something's stressing out the organ or if the organ or the system in the body needs just pure support. There's nothing actually bothering it or needs to detox. A lot of people are huge fans of detoxing. And sometimes I believe that like we need to have a certain amount of toxins in our system in order to be able to navigate the world. And if we pull too much from the body, we actually end up getting chronically ill as well. So I'm just looking to see what the body wants to do when it wants to do it essentially. And then I use whole food supplements and homeopathic remedies in order to detox the body. So detox cells and also feed the body, feed cells, because we lose thousands of cells a day. And it takes, I mean, roughly 90 days for a new cell to regenerate and new cells regenerate by pulling from the nutrients in our food, but our foods aren't perfectly organic and balanced with every macro and micronutrient we need. And even if it was, our soil at this point sucks. It's nothing like it was 50 years ago, yeah. 100 years ago. 
So, um, and we're exposed to a lot more toxins and chemicals with the advancement of technology. So we're building a lot of defective cells, which are what cause chronic issues and rather than healthy cells. And so my job is to go in and try and regenerate cells that are degenerating. All right. I have so many questions for you now. (laughs) Okay. First, if someone doesn't have a chronic issue and they just want like optimal health, are, how many people do you see seeking that versus really, you know, more serious issues and symptoms? I don't really see people that are just seeking optimal health because even if they do come to me in the first session, because I always say to them, like, I prefer that it be something chronic. They'll come in and be like, I feel great. I don't know. But then all of a sudden I'll find out that they have chronic yeast infections. Right. Or I'll find out that they have like eczema on their like inner thigh but they were like that's just a part of my body that's just like normal yeah so like there's always something with those people that want to quote optimize you know their skin textures off whatever it is um their gut they don't poop every day and they thought that was normal yeah so many of us are just living with these things that we over time think are normal and the vast majority probably realize that they're not Oh, totally. It's like, oh, I have a twitch just is what it is. I'm like, well, not necessarily. Let's try and fix it. So usually it does come down to that. I think that people that just want to optimize that truly feel amazing, like they should just start going and doing like, I don't know, IVs, peptides, you know, just taking whatever supplements that they think would be right for them if they truly feel amazing. For me, I am looking for people that are struggling in some way or another there whether it's mental emotional physical you know that type of thing okay so that's first talk on physical and then we'll get to the emotional piece because i'm sure as we talk about energy that that has a huge effect on blocking etc but what do you really see as the commonalities if any of people seeking your help and how you treat and heal them so everybody usually has something going on with their gut. Like they might, I mean, I just see it across the board. They might be pooping every day, but they're bloated or they have stomach pains or there's a lot of stuff going on with the gut that leads to hormonal imbalances that leads to mental illness that leads to all these other things. So that is a commonality I see. But again, people come to me for things that are just like, totally across the board. The only things I don't deal with are cancer and Lyme, but I'll deal with most autoimmune issues out there, hormone problems, whether it's menopause or missing periods or too long periods or endometriosis, anything like that. Again, gut, skin, and also anxiety and depression, things like that. Fertility is another one that a lot of people come to me for. There's, I'd say the only thing common across the board is like at at some point there's something going on with the gut. It's incredible how much ties back to that and still how much is so unknown. Yeah. There's a doctor I just spoke to who's doing some pretty revolutionary work with, um, he has like a bunch of different volunteers that are allowing him to use their microbiome and like, like he like cut little like scraped their intestine a little bit and he's like working to build like these these full um like environments like they're like little worlds of microbiomes to test different things on it's wild wow that's so cool 
yeah, to see how different microbiomes, you can target them to actually like work on the brain or the skin or the gut or the vagina or whatever it is, that type of thing. Wow. So what are your top recommendations when working with clients as far as helping the gut? Like what are A, what are your favorite probiotics? What are some of the other to-dos that you suggest? So not everybody actually needs a probiotic. Some people have taken so many probiotics and different ones over time that it's like their microbiome, it's like too much bacteria. It's like confusing information. Sometimes they just need microbial support. So it's totally different than the actual, than adding the actual bacteria into their system. I like to tell people like, it's hard for me to mass, like do these mass recommendations, but when it comes to like, let's say you're on an antibiotic or you're traveling or you've been sick, there is one probiotic. It's called Theralac that I really like. It needs to be refrigerated. It can be out of the refrigerator for 72 hours. They sell it on Amazon or on the website or on like, vitamin shop. But this probiotic just seems to be like amazing across the board for anyone who has had an issue. And I really like the way that it works with antibiotics for people that have have been on antibiotics or have whatever. It just really helps restore the gut. That's one thing. I'm really focused on getting people to snack less. And if they are having a snack, it's like a very mindful set snack that is, you know, set between two meal times, like if they have like a long stretch between two meal times, but really I'm a huge fan now of three really quality meals a day, the more that I see issues in people's guts. And why is that from a blood sugar standpoint? Yeah, yeah, blood sugar and like irritation in the gut. They're just like, it's almost like too much food throughout the day. And usually the body, most people, because they're battling so much in their body, they're taking so much longer than they think to actually digest what they just ate. So their body is still working hard on that breakfast or that lunch. And then all of a sudden they're shoving more food in. And I find more often than not, it's because people are bored or looking for a dopamine hit. So it's not necessarily that their blood sugar is dropping and that they truly need a snack in that moment. If they had a quality lunch, if they had like, you know, here and there, Mm -hmm. and they maybe eating standing and they weren't really chewing sure they're going to feel weird afterwards but um that's another one chewing really well i mean i am totally guilty of this just like swallowing a lot of food (laughs) but like chewing really well is such a gift to be able to chew until something is like liquid in your mouth is like really the biggest hack to any sort of bloating or gut issue I think. And I try and tell all my clients that also not to drink water while they're drinking. I'm sorry, eating, try and wait like 15 minutes before and after to have like a beverage so that their food isn't just like floating around in some sloshy fish tank and your enzymes actually have a chance to activate. I think it's such a good tip on the chewing, not only for that, but just being more mindful with your meals that I feel like it's really hard to do and remember to do, but it's a really good one. So as far as how you see stress and emotion blockage, what does that look like in your practice? So anything and everything that we are experiencing in our body, I believe has some sort of stored memory or emotional connection underlying somewhere. So especially the chronic stuff that we have a hard time dealing with. And the problem is, is that we bypass 
that all the time because we're looking at the symptom and the symptom is not necessarily the underlying cause. And even though it could be like, yes, like you had a mold exposure, but let's say we start to detox the body of mold and we're having all these other reactions or the body's having a a hard time letting go of something. I always like to try and ask my clients to like start to meditate or sit with it. Like they, I need them to access that block that's happening inside of them. It's like this inability to let go or release most of the time, as far as when it comes to detoxing, or if there's a chronic, I don't know, thyroid problem, I always also like to look at people and because thyroid also is connected to mood and metabolism and energy, you know, where are they not speaking up in their life? So the more and more I get into health, the more fascinated and interested I I become with the mind and memories and trauma, because I'm seeing, you know, all of this information on health is amazing, but also at the same time, we're creating a hypochondriac culture and a lot of orthorexia because of it. And I'm like, why aren't we looking more as like the mind is such, we are looking at mental health, but we're looking at mental health as like, oh, this person's depressed, but like, let's unpack all the trauma, all the other stuff and face it and deal with it and figure it out. So I'm a huge fan of like somatic therapy and EMDR. I can't tell you how many clients I ask to please go do EMDR and somatic therapy because those are two of the most effective methods that I've seen in actually getting people in hypnotherapy to heal from their chronic ailments. But yeah, I, it's like a, it's, that is like what I am so interested in studying right now is the mind and trauma and how the body stores trauma. It's so amazing to think about like how it manifests in your body, really. You know, it makes me think of that water study. Literally, uh, I just bought the book like three weeks ago and I'm halfway through it because I'm obsessed. So share, if you will, what that what that is. Yeah, so going back to frequencies water responds to frequency, whether it's in music or it's in touch or it's in speaking towards the water or even just an energy, like your energy towards the water, um, a chemical or whatever it is. And when you put it under a microscope, there's these patterns that are created by this water. And then there's what we call coherent patterns and incoherent patterns. And uh, Joe Dispenza is a huge fan of this. And he did like a whole talk about it on his retreat, which is what initially got me started on this whole water thing, because I was also sent this device by Soma Vedic. And it's like, at first I thought, like supposed to be an EMF blocker. And like, I had all the EMF people and like, I now am very, I'm very woke to the fact that we're not (laughs) blocking shit (laughs) unless we are covered with tinfoil because you need like a reflector to bounce it back. But what it does is it's a harmonizer. So it actually changes the structure of water. If you plug it in your water, Wow. So now I'm obsessed with this part of the Soma Vedic because before I'm like, what is this device? And now I'm like, oh, I got to get it. So, okay, we play classical music, for example, and you'll see under the microscope that this water will create this. By the way, in our bodies are mostly water. So if this is happening there, it's happening in our system. These beautiful, like snowflake, gorgeous patterns. And then all of a sudden you 
play like death metal or something, or, you know, or you say you can speak in this Japanese guide, this whole study, you speak the word hate into the water and it changes the structure where it's like this mess. It looks like someone just vomited onto the pattern. And you speak the word love. And again, then it's like coherent. It's this coherent pattern. And if that can change, you know, the molecular structure of water, essentially, what can that do to our cells when I think about it? So if our body is mostly water and our blood is liquid and we are sitting there all day with negative thoughts, thoughts we're we're ingesting negative uh information whether it's from a tv show or music or whatever it is that can't um aid in our homeostasis can't possibly do that yeah it's so incredible to put those dots together and and think about what's happening inside of us I love that study so what are some of your personal tips that you do for yourself to feel your best and be pushing love into your universe and not having chaos and crazy looking water inside. Oh, totally. Cause I can get very chaotic. I used to, when I was younger, like spin out all the time, like the going down the rabbit hole was like my specialty. Journaling has really changed my life. So I keep a journal by my bed and I journal every morning and every night. And I write down because my mind is constantly going, 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 my imagination is very talented. Like I can create the craziest scenarios. I can actually go down a crazy path as well with my imagination. I need to, I've learned about myself that organizing my thoughts and getting it out is very important. So I'll just write, I'll just write a stream of consciousness every morning and every night. Even if I only have like five minutes because I'm running late, I make sure that I do it because it gets me clear for the rest of the day. I also do breath work at least three times a week, sometimes with a, with a guide, sometimes on my own. What kind of breath work are you doing? Like holotropic breath work. So, you know, like the, like over and over and over again, where you're like claw up that for me moves energy usually like I'll cry it's not even for any reason it's just like especially dealing with people that are unwell all day every day as as good as I'm trying to get as blocking from absorbing it I still absorb it so it releases it's like a huge emotional release for me it also is releasing things that are stored in me again from that are not even mine that could be like my mother's from when I was in utero or whatever it is just to like clear me out I like to think of it as like that breath work is in a way a movement of energy and a purge of energy so that has really changed my life I don't meditate every single day but I do probably meditate every other day. And what I try to tell my clients is that not all, not everybody's meditation looks the same. I didn't meditate for so many years because when I first learned about meditation, it was Vedic meditation. It was like 20 minutes with the mantra, whatever. I learned that doesn't work for me. My meditation is closing my eyes and being aware of my body, what I'm feeling in my body, uh, the breeze against my skin. What do I hear? It's like, practicing being in the present moment. That is what keeps my mind still and gets me centered. And when I wake up, I've 
I feel brand new. So that's like my form of keep telling people like stop trying to think that there's one formula to meditate. You're not going to be sitting on a cushion like Buddha and levitating. Like if you need a guided meditation, you do it. If your meditation is walking, walk, you know, I love that, that type of thing. So those are really my tools that keep me in a place of love because it's really hard not to, I think the opposite of love is fear. And I think a lot of us are just living in fear, whether even just like fear of ourselves, fear of success, fear of failure, fear of the outside world, fear of getting heartbroken, fear of loss, so much fear. Well, I think having your own personalized way, especially with meditation, I think is so important because you're right. It's like, you think it has to be this one long thing and it doesn't and you got to find what fits for you hard on ourselves for it's like it's okay if yours doesn't look like your best friend who's a meditation teacher it's fine you know do it (laughs) totally and for me I am right there with you and I'm totally working on trying to be more present which is a hard thing to do for me and and something I'm being very conscious of right now Yeah, I think it's hard, especially as a woman, when you run your own company and you're an entrepreneur and you have so much going on in your brain all the time, to be present is a real challenge. That's why I think these practices are great to try and incorporate them whenever we can, wherever we can. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's get into some of your favorite tools, because I know like you're super into coffee enemas. And I want to hear about that and any other of your favorite tools, I guess, for detoxing or anything else. So I used to be super into the coffee enemas. And then I stopped those for a while because I just felt like the caffeine and it was like too much for my system. And I got really into distilled water enemas. And now I do not travel without my enema kit. I literally do not leave home if I'm because if I'm ever sick or constipated or whatever it is, I always have my enema kit on hand. And granted, when I'm like traveling, I don't always have distilled water. So I just use bottled water. Um, and I use 32 ounces and it's literally changed my gut. It's changed my moods. It's just changed my sleep patterns. It's really changed my life. So I'm a huge fan of the enema game. Um, it's also cleared out all the old Twinkies from childhood. (laughs) Um, and it helps. And I have been regular because of the animal work that I have done. So that's been a huge health thing for me right now. So if someone wanted to try that, is that something like, how do you tell clients or, or people to, to try that on their own or do you not? Some clients I like have to like force them because at first they're like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I'm like, I literally, we have to get the old stuff out. I have this amazing colon hydrotherapist. And when I first saw her, it's like, I, I thought I knew so much about the colon, but the way she explained it made so much sense to me. So your small intestine has a turn every two inches. It is so long and so compact into a small space. Now, when you eat things, we don't always chew things or they're processed or inflammatory or sticky or whatever it is, it's getting caught in that lining. So it doesn't always move down. And over time, that opening to get poop through or food through to get into the bowels becomes smaller and smaller and smaller. So then we have candida buildup and toxin buildup and, 
you know, maybe old viral strains or whatever is living on that heavy metals in that small intestine and it's causing chronic issues. So when we start to clean out, excavate the colon, because then the colon gets stuck and then we start to wash that out. Sometimes that old stuff, especially when we take things like binders and, and things to make us go to the bathroom that are detoxifying, like cascara, sagrada and stuff like that it will start to scrape that out and drop down into the colon. And when it, when that old toxic, very acidic stuff drops down into the colon and it's not moving because if you were to look at it under a microscope, again, it's like this, like almost like orange, yellow, fluffy, sticky, like how is that going to move on its own? Uh, It's almost like mucus in the colon. So if it sits there and it's not moving, your body we'll start to reabsorb those toxins. And that's when we feel like really unwell, like super bloated, like, you know, some people actually look like they're pregnant because of it. That's why I like the enemas because it'll move it as these toxins, especially if you're on a detox program, it's going to move it out so that you're not sitting there reabsorbing while you're trying to do this whole detox process. That makes so much sense. They just buy a silicone bag on Amazon like there's Happy Bum Co. I really like and Aussie Health Co. I really like both Australian brands. I guess they're really big on that. <laughs> and I like the silicone bags. They're easy to travel with. I say 32 ounces distilled water, 24 to 32 ounces. And you basically, you know, lay down the floor on your right side and use a lube coconut oils fine to insert the speculum. And then I always like to say, try and hold it from anywhere from like eight to 12 minutes and then you release and then always replenish with like a probiotic if need be. But um, that's really what all it is. How do you feel about oil enemas? I've never done an oil enema. I know those are like really big for um, constipation and also Ayurvedic. They're like, if that's where I've done an Ayurveda. Yeah. Yeah, you're rushing out with water. Why don't you replace with oil? I have yet to try the oil yet. Um, I've only done so far the water enemas. I'm totally open to it. I'm just not educated or know anything about it. Which oil did you use, by the way? So I did it at Surya, and they made like a custom oil to whatever it was that your body needed. So I'm sure that it was a base of sesame and then they added like different herbs and I don't know what it was, but it felt amazing. Or like a shoot up the tushy enema. It was like a, a bag with a, yeah. And then they also did water, but depending on like what you needed to get into homeostasis, one day it might've been oil, one day it might've been water. Fascinating. I gotta try this oil. You gotta thing. go, yeah. Where is Surya? It, at the Santa Monica proper. Oh, really? They're doing that there? Yes. Wild. Yes. It's so good. (laughs) Okay, cool. Any other favorite tools that you have? Just like tools for detoxing or just like feeling your best. I mean... I, it's so crazy to even that I have to say this now, but like still I talk to people who just don't drink enough water. It's just mind blowing. It's really mind blowing. It's like, it's free. It's easy. Just drink filtered water and get a good filter, get a good shower filter, get a good water filter. Please do not drink. Even if you're 
your sink water is like you got that like separate spout that's filtered i'm always like well, what is in the pipe yeah so it's so hard for me to be like yeah that's a great filter who knows like unless you have brand new pipes I don't know. So that's the whole thing. So for me, it's like, unless the filter is like really great at capturing it, like towards the top of the spout, I don't know about the whole of that, like the whole sink filter, but I'm a huge fan of like putting filters on things to have the best water possible because water is life. Okay. What's your A favorite water filter for shower and drinking? And then B, how much water do you try to consume in a day? So I try to consume at least 64 ounces of water. I probably exceed that most of the time. I also really like, so far I like this filter Jolie. Um, I was at an event and they gave us the filter and I really like it. There is one company that I am dying to put like on my house, but it's like 10 grand for the whole shebang. It's called Ideal Earth Water, and it's like a hooky company out of Clearwater, Florida, but it's like literally better than like washing yourself in Mountain Valley spring water. <laughs> so um, Sounds I also amazing. love Mountain Valley spring water to drink, and I also really love Gerolsteiner for mineral water. But yeah, Ideal Earth Water is really like one of my favorite. But also if you get a Berkey filter for home, that's great, or the AquaTrue is awesome. So talking about water, let's jump into water, skin, and Paya Health. Oh, yeah. So I created this company, Paya Health. It's called, well, it's called Superior Skin is our first uh, SKU. And it's just internal retinol. It's a fun way. It's really hard for me to get into the supplement game knowing what I know. So I knew that I couldn't create something that was like here to help heal or detox without literally putting so much money into laboratory testing and getting the best of the best of the best. And I'd have to take time off to do that and also create separate uh, funding to be able to do that. So I just wanted to create something that would be fun for anti-aging because as I'm getting older and putting on all this like topical stuff, I'm sent so much skin product as I'm sure you are. And it's like, I'm trying all these products. And what I realized is like a lot of the topical exfoliants, whether it's retinol or glycolic or BHA, I usually have a reaction to. So like I can't do glycolic. My skin breaks out in like dermatitis. And when I do retinol, I have to really mix it with a heavy moisturizer so that I don't flake like crazy everywhere. So I started to see brands do a lot of internal hyaluronic acid, topical hyaluronic acid. I personally have a reaction to hyaluronic acid now after I melted all this filler in my face and something with the hyaluronidase filter changed with the enzymes in my face. And I literally cannot touch a lot of hyaluronic acid. So I looked into retinol and I was thinking like, I usually give in my practice these liquid high dosing vitamin A to my clients with a lot of acne or cellulite. And so I started doing some research on internal retinol. And then I joined two other girls and we really wanted a product that would, you know, the masses would really like, and, you know, gummies are 
are so much easier than I find sometimes it's like people come to me because they really want to do the work. And it's like, not everybody loves taking pills. They just don't. So uh, we created the superior skin gummy and I personally love it. I use it all the time. I also put clients on it and it's helped clear up a lot of their skin. People that have a reaction to biotin may not love it. Uh, Like meaning like usually if you have a B5 deficiency, your body can't really break down biotin as well. So you might have an inflammatory response. Otherwise everybody's saying that their hair is growing like a weed. So yeah. So Pia health is, is the superior skin has been doing really well. We got a really awesome write up at the New York times and we're having a lot of fun with it. Congratulations. Well, I have to say I've been taking it now for the last month and I feel like my skin's been looking great and I didn't realize about my hair, but my hair has been growing now that you say that. So and it, they taste so good. So I feel like I'm like wanting it as I'm like leaving it as like a midday snack to have this like little treat. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. You know, it's so funny too. I was at my mom's house and I saw like, she has all these, these snack products that were terrible. And so I signed her up with hello fresh and she ordered or hello fresh. I think it's called grocery delivery. And she got I was gave her like all my go-tos and I next thing I show up, there's like all this purely Elizabeth. Oh, all this granola she's now replacing, <laughs> which makes me so happy because she's not eating all of the crazy stuff that I was seeing on her counter before. That's awesome. All right. So we're gonna move into some rapid fire QA. What do you wish more people knew about you? I wish people knew more about my practice. I think that they follow me on Instagram and I'm not necessarily, I guess what you would call an influencer because I'm working all day, every day. And it almost looks like I'm not doing much. (laughs) So (laughs) I get overwhelmed with a lot of like this, do this now, or can you do this? Or can you answer this? Or can you do that? And I wish I could help. I really wish I could help so many more people. And I'm trying to figure out a way to do that. But I wish they could understand just how hard I work in my clinic, in my personal practice. That is actually a question. So can people see you remotely or you have to be in person? No, they can see me remotely during the pandemic. Our school taught us how to do remote sessions. And now actually my office just got completely destroyed with the LA rains. And so we have to do everything virtual until I get try and get insurance to cover my office damage or I'm like looking for new office space. So everything right now is virtual, but yeah, we have clients all over the U S and Canada, a lot in Israel. Funny enough. I'm big with, I'm big. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Must read health book. The body keeps the score. What is that about? It's all about trauma in the body and emotions lodged in the body and how it can manifest in sickness um, I think it's it's very important. Your favorite wellness hack? Probably water enemas. I think a lot of people have gut problems and gas problems, constipation, bloating, mental illness. I think if we move some of the old stuff out every now and then, you don't have to go pay a zillion dollars for a colonic all the time, that type of thing. I think it's it can be really helpful and replenishing with like a really great probiotic. And then also if you really want to get into like 
like the really fancy stuff. I'm really into hyperbaric chambers right now because it's one of the only things that's clinically proven to lengthen our telomeres, which is lengthens our lifespan. I kind of love hyperbaric too. To really see results, how long do you feel like you need to go in for? How frequently? I go at least twice a week. For an hour or it's on at each time. Yeah. And people are like, oh, it's so boring, but you can like read and sleep. Yeah. You can, I'm like, meditate, like take that hour. But I usually try to read or write or whatever it is. It instantly puts me to sleep. That's amazing. Yeah. It's like, there is like a cons, there is like, I get that. It's like like a a white noise kind of. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Three things that you're currently loving could be anything. I'm loving reading for fun. <laughs> my assistant bought me a book, The Silent Patient. She's like, I think you've, I've seen enough self-help come across with it. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I really realized that I love to read and I can actually read fast. And so I read The Silent Patient. I just finished Evelyn Hugo and her seven husbands. Like I'm way behind on the trendy books, but I'm, I'm really loving reading for fun. It, I love it so much that it's hard for me to turn the television on now. That's great. Oh, One Skin. It's um, a peptide cream I just am obsessed with. It's a face cream. They also have a body cream. I think that this stuff is amazing for any skin type. I haven't seen it do harm with anyone yet. And it seems to help balance out anyone's skin wherever it needs balancing. That's another thing I really love. I also really love the TheraFace. It's like the Theragun for your face, but also has like a microcurrent attachment as well as like a hot and cold ring. So like you want to wow. like ice face, you just snap on this thing and it just turns cold. So you don't need to like keep a jade roller in your refrigerator. And then there's like a hot ring that like heats it up. It's wild. Wow. Like, That's awesome. I'm upset. And it has an LED light in it. Wow. It's, it's everything. It's, it's like a Swiss literally- army knife. <laughs> It is. It is. It's like the female Swiss army. <laughs> I fucking love this thing. It's great. Top three items in your grocery cart. Other than purely Elizabeth, of course. Yeah. Purely Elizabeth. <laughs> Daryl Steiner is like a huge one that I'm always, I always have in my grocery cart. What else do I always have in there? I really like these Hue Kitchen crackers. They're controversial. Some people don't like them. I don't know. I just like them. I like them as like a snack. I like to dip them in tuna. I don't know. I just have, I always have them on hand for some reason. Um, And probably lemons. I mean, that's like the three things that are always in my staples. There's like the staples that I always think three things that I always have in my home. And are you doing lemon water or you're just using lemons like throughout your cooking? Lemon water, lemon, like when I'm cooking, I suck on a lemon if I have heartburn. Like I just always have to have like a lemon on hand. Love it. Favorite words to live by? Don't take life too seriously. Because it's really not serious. And we're going to like from the moment we're born, I hate to put it this way, but we're plummeting towards our death. So like. Just enjoy the ride. Lastly, what is your number one non-negotiable to thrive on your wellness journey? Self-care, like smart self-care, like knowing when to, when to take a time out and take a step back, like the oxygen mask theory. 
you can't, some people think like, oh no, like I need to be of service all the time and that they're like saving the world because they completely forget about themselves. But you're really actually not that effective to the rest of the world unless you're taking care of yourself. And think about it this way, if everybody could take care of themselves really well, we wouldn't have as many issues in the world or anger or sadness or I don't know, health issues. Absolutely. Well, Vanessa, in closing, anything else you want to share? Where can everybody find you? Everybody can find me at Vs Honey on Instagram. And if they want to become a client, just email info at Vs Honey and then check out Paya. It's at Paya Health. And yeah, that's where we are. Awesome. Vanessa, thank you so much for being on the podcast. This was so much fun to chat. Thank you so much for having me, Elizabeth. This is really fun. Thanks so much for joining me on Live Purely with Elizabeth. I hope you feel inspired to thrive on your wellness journey. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review. You can follow us on Instagram at purely underscore Elizabeth to catch up on all the latest. See you next Wednesday on the podcast.